everyone and welcome. My name is Jenna Grace May. I'm a worship leader, artist, songwriter, wife, and lover of Jesus. You can find out more about me on my website, jennagracemay.com. Well, hello and welcome to another week of the podcast. I have loved getting your feedback. It has been super encouraging. And so you may have noticed on this one, there's a little change. There's a change to, to the name. It's no longer called the Beautiful Collision Podcast. It just says Jenna Grace Made Podcast. And my face is on the uh, artwork for the podcast. And I did this for a few reasons. Um, first of all, your feedback has been super encouraging. So I kind of wanted to spruce it up a little bit. I wanted to add my name and my face to the artwork just so you could see who you're talking to for one. I mean, put a face to a voice is always really nice. And also, um, just so it'd be easier to find. So everything is under Jenna Grace May and you can just type that in. Um, I started the Beautiful Collision podcast two years ago. Um, Just I've always wanted to do a podcast and I kind of tried to start one for uh, several years and so I it was this whole idea and I I had this plan for it and so when I picked it back up um, for 2019 when I looked at all my the things that I wanted to do in this year and I looked back on a few years and I'd seen podcasts on it like two years in a row and I never did it. I was like, I'm going to do it this year. So I just kind of picked up where I left off with what it was two years ago. And as I've been doing this, it has just kind of took, taken on a life of its own and it's become um, just me encouraging you and also sharing some of my stories. And I have I have vision for it. I do want to do some interviews with some people and things like that, but we're just getting to know each other right now. So um, we're just kind of starting off gently and we'll work our way into more stuff. Um, so that is why there's a little change with it. Um, and I am just kind of I've decided I'm just going to try to share some stories and then um, also share encouragement and challenges to you on on how you can live a more fulfilled life um, because Christ has promised life to the fullest and I believe that and I just want to help you to live your life to the fullest as well and what lessons that I've learned I want to just teach you so you can um, live your life to the fullest and learn from other people. Uh, I love learning from other people so a lot of what I do share is stuff that I've learned from other people as well. So Anyways, that is the new name. One more thing I wanted to mention since we are just being really open about the structure of the podcast right now is a lot of times I put music on the background of it and my husband David, he he has a hard time like focusing when there's music that's too loud and he or if it's distracting. So he's mentioned like, oh, that music was a little distracting. And I was just wondering what you guys thought on this one. I'm actually trying with no music behind my voice right now. So I hope that you can. I thought the music, you know, kind of was soothing and relaxing. So we'll see what this is like with just my voice as plain as it is and no music behind it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if the music is something that you like and you want more of or if you prefer just the voice and no music behind it. Okay. Thanks so much for helping me out with that. Um, So moving on, I wanted to, this is like my announcement section. I feel like I wanted to tell you guys about something that's really exciting that has happened in my life and David's life. We put out a new song called Constant a couple weeks ago and on Spotify, it has hit over 10,000 streams, which I never imagined that like as a little girl writing songs and, you know, before streaming, before all of that to have 10, have your song listened to 10,000 times by thousands of people in 63 different countries. I couldn't even picture how that was going to happen. And God just like 
made a way and I just I am so grateful and I'm so thankful that this song is out there that it's helping people that people feel the peace of God come over them when they listen to it and that this song reminds them of their constant one and I've talked a lot about the song so I, I really want to just say thank you for listening and how I'm saying that is a lovely and wonderful giveaway. So I'm doing a giveaway. Just go to jennagracemay.com slash giveaway and you'll be able to enter right there. I'm giving away a really pretty necklace. I have one already so we can be twins, but it is a giving key necklace and it has um, the word constant stamped across it. Um, and for me, that word is just a reminder that through everything that I've been through, through my story, through the ups, the downs, the, the sorrows and the heartbreaks, that the one thing has been constant my whole life is Jesus Christ. And he has reminded me of that time and time again. And it just, it means so much to me um, that he would never leave me or forsake me and he would never leave you or forsake you. So I hope that number one, the song reminds you of that. And number two, if you win this necklace that you get to wear the word constant around your neck and be reminded of that whenever you wear it. So jennagracemay.com slash giveaway, type in your email, boom, you're entered and hopefully that you can win. Um, I'm doing that for two weeks, so you might just go ahead and hop on and, and do that. Um, I believe it ends, oh goodness, I should have looked, April 4th. I'm just throwing that out there, but uh, two weeks from yesterday. So to jump into the story time of my podcast, I do want to share with you a little backstory about when I was working at camp, which we've talked about a lot already. <laughs> but when I was 19, I went to work at a Christian camp, and my life changed dramatically from there on out. And I got to learn what it means to serve and to um, kind of be in the hidden place and to hear from God and to share his love with the, 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 the group that he would bring among me. And um, week in and week out for, I did it for 10 years on and off, but um, pretty solidly in the beginning there, um, year after year, I worked at this camp. And so when I first went there, I discovered... Um, a different kind of worship than I had experienced growing up. And it was the kind of worship that I wanted to do. I had never seen anything like that before. And when I first saw like the band up there with the guitars and the songs, they were so beautiful. I was like, God, that is what I want to do. This is exactly what I want to do. I always want to do um, ministry, but I always wanted to do music too. And I didn't really see how the two kind of really could go together. But when I saw worship leading that we were going to be ministering to the heart of the Lord and ministering to the hearts of the people, um, and, and leading them to worship him, I was like, this is, this is it right here. So I started to pray that I would be able to lead with that band that was extremely good, super professional that were on that, that were on that stage week in, week out. I would be like, God, I want to be up there. I would just say, I want to be up there. I would just look at it like right there. I want to be up there. And I would pray. And the funny thing is, I was like terrified to even go meet the person that was leading it. I wasn't, I'm not the type of person like will walk up to him and stick my hand. I'd be like, I'm Jenna. I want to sing with you. I was like hiding, you know, I was so shy and scared. And so I never actually introduced myself to that person and never met them. Um, but on Sunday mornings at the camp, the worship was very low key and it was led by the staff and it was kind of the same songs, but it was led by like an acoustic guitar and a singer and maybe a djembe or something. And so I actually got involved with that at first. Um, and cause I, our, I, my dad was friends with the dad of another guy that did it. So it was kind of like one of those things and he knew I sang. And so I got to really like start for these, with these small meetings with just the staff family. And, um, I was really scared and I was always like worried that people could see my knees knocking together while I was singing, but I was 
learning how to um, conquer that fear for one. And I remember just being like, God, I don't care how scared I am. I love you so much. And I know this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to go up here and my voice is going to be like trembling while I'm singing. Like I thought people could hear it, but nobody ever said that they could tell. But I mean, I was so scared. And so I want to stop really quick just to tell you, if you know that you're supposed to do something, like if God has put something in your heart and given you the tools to do it and you're really scared, you have to just do it afraid because that fear will slowly melt away. That's just how things work. Like if you keep putting yourself out there, you'll get more and more comfortable with it. So let me just encourage you, like, if there's something that you know God is calling you to do and, like, you need to go, like, talk to that person or try this thing or post that video or share that encouragement, do it. I mean, they're not, it's all for the good and the glory of God anyways. So it's so worth conquering your fear and doing it. And that fear, time and time again, you keep going back, keep doing it. You work that muscle, you're going to be able to, like, squash that fear. It's just going to happen. Anyway, so back to my story. I slowly got a little bit more used to it, but year one went by at camp and I'd be like, God, I want to sing up there. Year two would go, went by, but God, I want to sing up there one day. Year three went by, I was like, God, one day I want to sing up there. I want to lead worship for these people. And during these years, God is changing my heart. He is just rewriting my story, showing me all the goodness and the love that he has poured out to me in my life. He is just just changing my heart and I'm falling deeper and deeper in love with Jesus and he's refining me. He's cleaning out all the yucky stuff and, and replacing it and with his goodness, you know, beauty for ashes, joy for mourning. I believe all of that because I've experienced it. Year four goes by. God, I want to lean worship up there one day and I'm still waiting you guys, but I don't know. Like I was serving at this camp and I was with these girls and, and I was still so scared to go introduce myself to the guy that was in charge. Like it just is not my thing. Like to this day, I have to be like, Jenna, put on your big girl pants and go up there and introduce yourself to that person. Cause like, I'm just not a networking type of person. So, um, but I'm working on that because I do believe, like I said already, you have to conquer your fears. If you believe God has called you to do it, you need to just say, I'm going to do it afraid. So anyways, year five is coming up. And right before that summer, I get a random message on Facebook from the guy that leads it. I don't even know to this day how he knew that I sang. Maybe he knew from the Sunday mornings, whatever. All I'm saying is God did this because it's an answer to prayer. He messaged me, the girl that was doing it for years. I mean, she had led with him for years, five years of my life. And then before that, I don't even know how long she was moving away. And so I was the person that he messaged to fill in. So I jumped in and started leaning with him and I got to lead with him every night at camp that first summer, 10 weeks in a row. I mean, it was like worship leading boot camp. Talk about conquering your fear. I got to work on it every single night and it was so good for me. And then the next year I got to lead again every single night. And then from there on, I was able to lead at the college ministry there and at different churches and, um, part-time at churches on staff and traveling with my now who my now husband, who I met at that camp at the end of that first summer of leading worship. Um, and the rest is, is still playing out, but it's also, you know, history. But all I'm saying to tell this little story is that I waited five years, you guys, to lead worship up there. And I believe that God was going to do it. It was just super weird. He does those things to me all the time where like he puts this like vision in my, in my heart and like 
he's this hope and this dream. And then he's like, okay, pray about it. And I'm like, okay. So I prayed about it for five years. And, and in that, in that time, you know, I started leading at, at the, at the summer staff Sunday mornings and it was like a small beginning, you know, and that's what the Bible says. Like, don't despise the small beginnings. Like God is going to work with you. If I had never had that experience, could you imagine the first time I ever stood up in front of like the whole camp with this really cool band that I looked up to and I was so intimidated by, I don't even know. I probably would have been just like frozen, like a statue, you know? So I'm so thankful for those five years to grow and to learn and to be developed as a worship leader and as a worshiper and to fall more deeply in love with Jesus as I ministered to those girls that I was a camp counselor for year in and year out and just to worship in that congregation and to be a part of that community. I grew so much and I just want to encourage you that if you are in a season of waiting, first of all, keep praying, keep believing. If you believe God has something for you, then he does. He's put that in your heart. He's put that vision in you. There's a lot of stuff that God has put in my heart that I haven't seen come to pass yet, but I am still believing for it and I'm still praying for it. And it's stuff that's impossible. I don't even know how we're going to get there, but I believe that God wouldn't give me these desires that are for him and for his glory and for his people if he wasn't going to fulfill them in some way or another. And I'm just kind of excavating my life and the things around me trying to figure out you know which way is the way to step and so that is what I want to encourage you right now with is that right here and right now in your current season that God has you in and the assignment that he has you set in right now he is teaching you things and he is growing you and he's changing you and he's speaking to you and he loves you so much and if you're waiting it's because it's for your good because his timing is so good and so perfect. And trust me, I'm preaching to myself right now. There's a lot that I'm waiting on right now, but I have to believe and you have to believe that God's heart for us is for our good. And our good is growing and becoming more like Christ every day. And also just being the hands and feet of Jesus. And that's where I want to kind of point you in this next little few minutes I have with you is to shepherd the flock among you. Be Jesus, his hands and feet to those around you. God has put people in your life. He's put people in my life that I can be the hands and feet and the love of Jesus to, that I can listen to, that I can make feel known and loved and cared for, that I can listen to their stories and I can, I can help them as they need are trying to decipher and figure out things in their life or dealing with problems that come into their life. And you have those people around you too. So I want you to just... Take a moment and think about who those people are. You know who they are already, probably, that God has put in your life. It could be coworkers or people that you just intermingle with in your daily life or family or friends, people at church, small group, wherever. Those are the people that God has put in your life. And that, and in this season and in this time, you can minister to them. You can show them that they are loved and cared for. And you can pray for them. If someone is, is hard to be around, the pray for them and pray for whatever it is in their heart that makes them hard to be around. I mean, there's just so much that you can do for those around you while you are, because that will change you. I mean, just turning your perspective and taking your eyes off yourself and turning them to others, that will change everything about what you do and what you're worried about and what you're thinking about. Because 
I think it's God's heart to have relationship. You know, he, he made community. He created that. He wants us to have relationship with him. He loves having relation, us having relationship with him. And he wants us to have relationship with others. And people are craving that. They're craving community. And I really believe that one of the most simple and beautiful ways that we can shepherd the flock among us, like love the people around us that God has brought into our lives, is by inviting them over for dinner or having a little cookout or a bonfire in your backyard or just going out to eat. You don't have to host. I mean, if you if that's really difficult for you and you don't want to do it, plan a night out at a restaurant together and just be friends. I mean, I think friends are the greatest gift that God has given us. We're not meant to do life alone. So I want to encourage you, if you don't have anyone that you can do that with, pray for it. God answers our prayers. You've got to just start praying for these things and keep praying for them and don't give up. Make a prayer journal if you have to and look at those things every single day. I think a prayer journal is a great thing to do actually because then you can see when God has been faithful and you will, your faith will grow as you see his faithfulness. It's a beautiful cycle. And so what I'm all kind of trying to point to and the encouraging word that I want to give you through my five years of waiting to lead worship that first time is just that God's heart is good and don't despise the place that he has you and I'm going to not despise the place that he has me right and now and in this very season and look around and see where you can love people and you can be the hands and feet of Jesus in this world because I really believe that We need to be out there ministering. I don't care if you are a doctor or um, like whatever your job is. I just, I don't believe that it's reserved for just the church leaders. It's, it's the people. And I want to tell you this story. I was listening to some testimonies from a worship gathering that happened. um, And I don't know like a lot of details about the gathering, but I was listening to a testimony from it and it's called The Send. And it was in Texas a few weeks ago or something. And one of the testimonies the guy was saying was like, it had been a vision of theirs in their heart, a dream to do this thing where they backlit the stage and they, that way you couldn't see who was on the stage. And actually all the people in the congregation were lit up. And so it was actually held in a football stadium, so is all the people in the stadium, and they and he said that they did that at this gathering, and it was a dream come true to be able to see that happen, because when they did that, they showed all the people out there, and you could not see, it did not matter who had the microphone, who was on stage, who you thought was super cool or super important, it didn't matter, because it was about the body of Christ that had gathered together to come together to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth, and that is the heart of all of it, it's community, it's the church as a whole, as a body, as the hands and feet, and you know what they did? The whole point of that was it's called the send. So they came together and they worshiped, but they empowered these people to go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. They gave testimonies of people that were signing up for missions trip, mission trips all over the world after that to go out and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. People that had started fostering as a response to that, to take in orphans into their home. People that started adoptions as soon as they left that event on their way home. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. It is not left to the church leaders. It is not ever to be left to the people on the stages on Sunday mornings. You are the body of Christ, and I want to empower you. That's why I renamed the podcast and everything, because it's just kind of taking on this whole 
other form. And I really am passionate about empowering the church, the body of Christ, to live life to the fullest because Christ died for us so that we don't have to live in our sin anymore, but that we can be alive in Him, that He can replace all of the things that have been come against us in our life, all of the hurt, all of the brokenness with beauty. He can cover it up with healing, not just cover it. That's not the best way to say it. He covers it with his blood, but he heals it and it's gone and he changes your life. And I believe that 100% because he has changed my life. And even in that five years of waiting to lead worship, he changed my life. And then you know what? When he answered that prayer and he put me on that stage, because he's the one who put me there, he kept me on stages year and year and year out. And he has changed my heart and he has taught me how to love his people and that he is the greatest thing and he's greater than any celebrity or any person that I think is super cool or I could look up to. Yes, we honor those that are doing great things, but they are not the king. Jesus is the king. And I I just want to encourage you to not count yourself out because you think that you've, you're disqualified somehow. You are not disqualified. And God has put people in your path and in your life to shepherd, to love on. And in this season, if you're waiting for him to, if you're waiting for a breakthrough in this season, right here and right now, there is work to be done in you and through you. And so I really hope that this encouraged you. I wasn't really planning on going where we just went, but I am very passionate about that. And I do want to keep talking about that. I want this to be a continual conversation that I have with you because I want you to be empowered. I want you to not count yourself out and I want you to grow. I want you to know that Jesus can heal every wound that you have and that he has been the constant one that has been there with you through every moment and through every heartbreak and even death. He has been there. Every fire that you've walked through, you have not walked through alone. And that is a promise of God. And I want you to know that you are so dearly loved and you are seen by him and you are known by him and that he does have works for you to do. So I'm going to always go back to look in your hands and the tools, but today I'm going to I'm going to pray us out and I'm going to pray for um God to open our eyes to the people around us. So Lord, thank you so much that you equip us, that you call us, that you give us jobs and things to do in this life and on this earth, Lord. And I ask right now that you open up our eyes to those around us that you have put in our lives, to the ones that we should gather, the ones that we should bring together, the ones that we should build family communities with, the people that we can love. Just show us right now who those people are. I think we already know, Lord, and um, I just know that that you're going to move through the people that are listening to this podcast. And I just know that, that lives are going to be changed and that I just pray that we go out and we be the hands and feet in Jesus of Jesus in this world. And that we don't wait for someone to tell us that we can do it, but we know that you've already put it in us to do because you live in us, Jesus. And that, um, we just share your love and your kindness with the world around us. Lord, I pray that, um, communities are built and they start up that dinner nights start with friends and couples and families and that um that the person that's lonely that's doing life alone right now that you bring a friend into that person's life lord that you bring community into those people's lives that are longing for community that are longing for someone to walk through life with i pray right now that you would send those people in jesus name and that you would fill that hole and that desire in their life lord um i thank you so much that you're always working for us in us and for 
and through us, Lord, and your heart for us is so good, God, in every season, and this assignments that you have for us, and, and as we wait, Lord, um, that you are always doing a good work in us, Lord, and I thank you for the promises that will be fulfilled, Lord, that we are believing for and praying for. God, I thank you so much, and I pray that you pour out your blessings and your goodness over the people that are listening to this podcast, God, that they feel your comfort and your peace in your hands, steady on their shoulder through every moment of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to remind you to enter the giveaway. It's jennagracemay.com slash giveaway. I really want somebody to win this necklace so that we can be twins and have our constant necklaces together and be reminded of the constant wonderful presence of God. Until next time, thank you guys so much.